2: Hello and welcome to the Goon at All back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our phone in series, our spontaneous shows that I decide to do every now and then, basically to kind of get the thoughts and feelings of you guys about a specific topic that is cropping up in the world of Arsenal. And today, of course. Just less than 24 hours after the news dropped, uh, exclusive by Sammy Mockville that uh, Arsenal are considering offering Mikel Arteta a two year contract extension before the end of the current season, which has obviously sparked plenty of debate amongst the Arsenal fan base and henceforth why I want to get a lot of thoughts and feelings from the fan base about the show. So. We're going to kick off very soon, bringing on our first guests. Uh, we have got some slots at the end of the show still available if people would like to jump on. I've left a, like a half an hour slot. If we, do, we don't use it, we don't use it. But we've got an hour worth of guests lined up for you. And uh, if you'd like to have your thoughts and theories heard, you can DM us on Twitter. Uh, you can DM us on Instagram if you're over, age, over the age of 18. Um, and of course, if you can uh, prove that as well, like really we proof of age, unless, you know, it's obvious, then uh, you can come on the show and uh, and have your thoughts and feelings heard. So send us a DM at the Talk TV on Twitter, the Talk on Instagram. If not, you can join us in the chat box and you can have your say. Good afternoon to everybody joining us in the chat box. We've got uh, Unknown Mo saying no, Marky GTI saying yes. Uh, we've got Jean saying yes. Uh, we've got Marcus saying wait till the summer. If top four, then yes. Top six maybe and seven or below. He has to go. Uh, good afternoon to Steve, good afternoon to Omar, good afternoon to everybody in the chat who's joining us, ADC says no, to uh, State says hello Tom, hello mate, hope you're doing good. Let's bring in our first uh, caller of the day, I'm very happy to be joined by Kunjan. how you doing mate, you good, are you well, are you nice, how are we doing? You on mute, off off the mute button, you've done the classic Drew mistake.
0: <laughs> how you doing buddy?
2: I'm very good, thank you mate, yourself how you getting on?
0: I'm well, I'm well, no complaints my friend, all good.
2: Yeah, how was New Year's?
0: The usual, we just changed the calendar. I think that's as far as the excitement <laughs> it's
2: goes. It's literally just another day, isn't it? Just, we just changed just the calendar. The
0: that's the big That's the big investment. That's the big excitement. What colour <laughs> this time? What design this time?
2: <laughs> Which Arsenal season shall we go for? Um, <laughs> no, obviously, I'm, I'm getting you on, because I'm interested as in your thoughts about the manager. Talking yeah. about this topic, Arteta, do you think he's deserving of that two-year contract extension at this very moment?
0: Um, okay deserving is a very strong word but I do believe yes we do we should reward him with a contract and and, and I'll say it why because when he did sign uh, a three and a half year deal uh, upon Emery's exit um, obviously Edu and the Arsenal board had some anticipation because that's why they didn't offer him a five-year or uh, you know a five-year with an extension it was a three and a half year deal and we have reached at a position where now he's got less time in his contract than he has served. Uh he's exactly served, I think slightly over two years. You've yeah. got one and a half years left. Um uh I think at the end of the season will be one more season to go, and this season I remember having this conversation with you only. I think um, during the transfer window. Well,
2: one second, Kunjin. I'm just. I'm sorry, I'm I'm drinking. Can you see? This is the drink merges with the green screen. It's amazing. Some... I was just going to ask you, I like, are you. Are you having a
0: green drink? That's all <laughs> I, mean, I going to
2: It's Fanta. So I don't know why <laughs> it's. <laughs> That's a first. Well, wow. sorry, mate. Continue. <laughs>
0: The, 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 the levels of being an Arsenal fan, everything's trippy. Everything becomes trippy. <laughs> Everything becomes invisible. Forget That's the invincible. Right. You become invisible. Great. <laughs> okay. um, so it was just you I had a, a conversation with, mm. I think, uh, a couple of months back um, when we were just doing the transfer window. <clears throat> and I remember mentioning very clearly, I said, give him one season. Give him this season to see where we end up. But I also do believe that we as Arsenal have become a little too pragmatic about the situation where if he does what we hope he does this season yeah, um, and he doesn't sign, all the Arsenal fans will get against the board that you knew Arteta was the man for the job and you've not given him a call. So it's a catch-22. The way things are looking, a top four does seem realistic. And considering with the signings we've made, which have been good, considering how our rivals have strengthened going into the season everyone predicted that the top four were going to be by far um man city liverpool chelsea manchester united and as things look even the third position is up for grabs as things look i mean it's been a beautiful season for arsenal we've had our ups, we've had our downs, but predominantly how we've been picking up towards the end has been great. We're getting linked with Dušan Vlahović. Whether we get him or not is a different story. I yeah. I watch your your um, the transfer show every day, and it's yeah, become it the awesome. Vlahović. It's 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 the Vlahović watch. But <laughs> yeah. what I'm getting at is that if we do get a Vlahović, if we do get uh, an Arthur, if we do get maybe even a Bruno uh, Gumaraj, I think it's. In the it's in the vision of what Arteta has. And right now, to remove Arteta, after all the pieces have been put together, would be not the smartest move. So I think as the club, it's not investing in one person. It's investing in the vision, if, if mm. I can use that word. Yeah. Um, and we've seen that with Emery. Emery brought in Pepe, even though he wanted Zaha. We got the Pepes, we got the Guendouzis. And be it a, a, a coincidence, but from the... Um, the Emory regime or era, if we can call it that, yeah. um, the only player who has cemented his position has been Tierney. Leno's on the bench. Uh, Pepe's on the bench. Guendouzi's out. Uh, Torreira's out. Like, this is something we have to consider that whether or not you are Arteta in or Arteta out, this is a plan. This is a long-term plan. And if Man City want the guy, there's something he's doing that we are not appreciating.
2: Some people kind of push back on you um, and say that, look, we finished eighth in the last two seasons. Right. We're currently seventh in the league. And I know that we're only, you know, if we win our games in now, we go level with Chelsea, of course, which adds context to things. Yeah. But a lot of people feel like we should be going for a manager with more experience that can get more of the players that we've currently got. And has not yet done enough to justify this contract so what would you say to, to those people saying that
0: so first and foremost sorry to correct you we're sixth it's a big difference oh, six. We're oh, sixth. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're big six. difference
2: big difference
0: um, secondly um, it you're right let's let let let's let's look into hindsight I, if you ask me right now what mm. season we're having we're having a, an appalling season no Europe out of the FA Cup out of the Carabao Cup but let's let's just take one one perspective, just one perspective. First season, which had half a season, we win the FA Cup. Second season, we were semi finalists of the Europa League. Yeah. Third season, we were semi finalists of the Carabao Cup. We are doing something correct with him. It's he's not rooting up trees, but he's doing something correct. Six signings over the summer, and all six to click. Fantastic job. Credit to Edu, credit to Arteta. Regarding the managerial position, hypothetically, Arteta does not sign. He still has one year left. Sure. At the end of that one year, give me three potential candidates where you would say, I want them to to, to run the club, where you're sure we would get Hmm. them.
2: I think Eric Ten Hag is a, a reasonable shout. Um, United
0: United are, are looking out for him I think
2: Pochettino will go to United uh, yeah. I think Zidane yeah. will go to PSG and Pochettino yeah. will go United so I think Ten Hag yeah. is, is possible okay. um, regarding other possible options um, off the top of my head I am struggling yeah um i'm sure the chat box will come up with plenty in a second so i'm sure they can react to that question as well but if on, you yeah. get ten Hag,
0: number one no premier league experience number two he's followed a very similar approach to what arsenal are doing where where edu is doing at arsenal Overmaz was doing at ajax mm. so it's we're just switching our teta to ten hag but With a couple of more, a a lot more experience under his belt.
2: Yo yo suggests Luis Enrique in 2021 after the 2020 World Cup, after he's left Spain. He could leave Spain after that tournament.
0: yeah. Yeah. Again, Luis Enrique, I think, would come in with a lot of expectation for playing a certain way, getting the personnel in. And I do not, like, even right now, Luis Enrique is leading a very youthful Spain side and he has struggled. And that's right now what's happening at Arsenal. It's all about the youth. When, we, when, when I watched the Carabao Cup, we had one player who was 30, not above 30. We had one player who was 30. Everyone was well below 25.
1: I, I don't think
2: that Luis Enrique struck... I mean, he got to the semi finals of the Euros with with Spain. I think that's, but I you, mean, considering. When you, when, you,
0: when you watch what Spain were playing as compared to what they were under,
2: let's Oh, say, yeah. Well, I think yeah. when you could. But you look yeah. at the difference in the team. Like that before, yeah. that. had your Xavi's, I mean, your Santiago Silvas, yes. if you like, your Iniesta's, your David Javis, Diaz. Javis, yeah. Like, yeah. I think that, Jordi Alba in his prime. Look, they had a better side back then. And I think yeah. that now they're going through, as you say, a transition. I think that Louis Enrique is a reasonable option for 2023. I think it's mm-hmm. a reasonable shout uh, as, mm-hmm. as a manager. But if, if, we're, if the conversation right now is, mm-hmm. at, just to mm-hmm. kind of bring it back round, is mm-hmm. does Arteta deserve a contract? And if we were to offer to it now, is that the right choice? From my perspective, I think it's too soon. I think we need to wait yeah. until the end of the season, see yeah. where we Have finish. We feel- and I'm with then, you. Yeah. So you wouldn't offer him the contract at this very moment.
0: But like I said, it's a catch-22 because if it's offered at the end of the season yeah. and he refuses to sign because Man City are going, hey, Mikkel, come on over this side. We would jump at, at the board of directors by saying, why did you not offer it sooner? It's it's, it's a big catch-22. It's a double-edged sword because any side, unless Mikkel says to the board, I will sign it at the end of the season if my if I live up to the expectations, which no one in their right
2: mind would say that. I, I, the thing is, it's, I'm, I'm not sure it's as clear as a catch-22. I get the idea of losing him to City as a threat. Right. I get that. Yeah. Um, the, the issue for me is, is that at the end of this season, there could be a manager like, say, Ten Hag possibly available if he fails. If, say, right. if, say he gets seventh place he has to go in mm. my opinion I, i'm sick, with you i'm with if you If get sixth, i think there's a conversation to be had Correct. because i think that's an underachievement from where we are currently at mm-hmm, if he gets mm-hmm. fifth if he gets fifth i think that's just you know that's meeting that's par with what i'd expect for this season as a minimum and if he gets mm-hmm. top four i think he earns the new contract so do you know what i mean i'm kind of I'm kind of in between. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm on yeah, the fence, yeah. as I have been for a lot of this season. Of course, of course. Final question, then. Yeah. If we offer him the contract now, yeah. he accepts it, and we finished outside of Europe. What then?
0: Well, ideally, I, I, I said this earlier. I'll say it now. If we do not make, if we hit, if we come seventh, I think we need a change. But. I do not think the board would do that if he signs a new contract because the payout would be too big.
2: Mm.
0: This is why I said it's a big cash rate on the financial, on the risk with Arteta from external, because today if Man City comes even at the end of the season after he signs a contract saying, we want him, the payout is too big where where the board directors are rubbing uh, their hands saying, pay up, he's yours.
2: It's... I just can't get my head around the idea of offering a contract, accepting it, and then finishing out of Europe and seeing that meltdown. Do you know what I mean? I get you. I get you. And that's the kind of obstacle that I'm at. But look, Kunjin, I think we've had a great discussion. Uh, I'm going to bring buddy. on the next guest in a second. I think you've you know you've argued your points really well. Tell people where they can find you if you would like. And uh, and yeah, thanks again, mate.
0: Cheers, buddy. And uh, yeah, I, I thanks to you, I got introduced to a very uh, really great gentleman called Andrew. And uh, he has oh, a yes. YouTube channel uh, from Daniel Square. Yes, that's the yes. one, Andrew Winkley, yes. So you could find me there with him. And top chap, just like you. And Thanks, uh, we man. have a great discussion with him uh, every every Tuesdays.
2: Brilliant. There you go. Um, so go make sure you check that out. You can follow Kunjan on Twitter, at Kunjan Is that right? That's uh, right. On, on, on your stuff. money, yeah. Lovely stuff. Thanks, mate. I'll see you very, Cheers, very buddy. soon. Have a good one. Let's bring in our next guest. We're joined by Shravan. How are you doing, mate? You well? You good?
3: I'm good. How are you, Matt?
2: Yeah, very good, thank you. Very good. Obviously, the, the topic of discussion is all around whether or not we should offer Arteta a new contract. Where hmm. are you thinking about this
3: one? Right. Um, okay, we have to sort of put this into some context. Uh, sure. I think what Kunjan mentioned as as a catch-22 situation is right, but I don't think the reason is, is right. Okay. Uh, Okay, so I, I always have a problem when when people ask if 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 a, if a personnel of, of some like sports institution uh, deserves a new contract, right? Because yeah, then what you're saying is you, you you're giving a new contract uh, for something that the person has done, right? Um, does Mo Salah deserve a new contract? Maybe. Because you're not giving him a new contract for what he did from 2018 to 2022, yes. You're giving a new contract for what he's going to do from 2022 till the end. Yeah. So the the logic that Mikel Ateta should not get a new contract because mm. we finished eighth, like in December 2020. Like, I mean, are we in December 2020? Uh, no, we are in Jan 2022. So. That argument is completely out of out of out of the park. The nice. argument is
2: sorry, right, go on, yeah. go on, go on, keep going, keep going.
3: So see so, so the so the argument should be based on now. When I, and when I say now, I'm talking about this season. Mm. When Mikhail was given the players that he wanted uh, in September, which was the last time I appeared on your show, the first and last time. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 you're back here now. It's not the last yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just find myself in, in, I mean, back then we were talking if, if Edu was the right guy. Yes, And uh, yeah. now we are talking if Mikel was, was the right guy. Uh, maybe I should call myself Josh Kroenke. Uh, anyway. uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the
0: big
4: goal. yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, so the question is, it should be based on now, right? Yeah. So let me rephrase the Catch-22 situation. So the Catch-22 situation is, is not Man City wanting him. Hmm. The catch twenty two situation is the board thinks Mikhail and his players are going in the right direction as of now, given the place that was given and the the obvious uh, improvement in 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 uh, in the results. Yeah. And what if, as you clearly mentioned, that some big catastrophe happens and then I don't know, like we we lose four games and then we end up like in seventh and eighth place. So that's the catch twenty two situation. And the only people who would know this will be Stan Kroenke, Josh Kroenke, Tim Lewis, Richard Garlick, and yeah. everyone else. Do, do you agree with that? I do agree I, with you.
2: My, my, I, I love the point you've raised. I love the point you've raised about giving the contract to the to the person for not what he's done. For so us, I suppose- The word deserving is the wrong word, isn't it? Because you don't deserve a contract. You have to think about, is the person done enough during this period to prove to us that what they're going to do in the next two years of that contract, or three years, because it's a two-year extension, um, are they going to move forwards? So simple black and white answer. Do you think that he has shown enough to show that he deserves this new deal for the next three years?
3: I do, yes. And the board does. But if someone would say no... I know this is a debate, but it's it's not like I have to conclusively convince everyone to. No, you yeah,
1: don't. Just raise uh, the yes. point
3: I'm just saying that this is the yes or not question. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. What I'm saying is we are probably asking. We are probably looking at this in a sort of slightly, like uh, I would say. Uh, I mean, I don't want to slander anyone, but in a slightly illogical way, because I, I just keep hearing this scene this eight, 8 8 I mean, yeah, yeah. but you're looking at someone that have something that happened in like 2020, right? You're saying, oh, he won one game in eight games, but that that's done.
2: Right, There's I see what you in. mean. No, I understand what you mean. Um, so what what sorry. has he done? What do you think is because right now, obviously, we're in a situation where we're three games. If we win them, we're level with Chelsea. Right, that's that's the reality of the situation. If spots and maybes, but that is the reality that we're in. We're out of all of the cups. We're out of the League Cup. We got knocked out, obviously, as we know, by Liverpool, and we get knocked out in the first round for us or the third round of the FA Cup. Is there enough to suggest right now that? We aren't going to finish outside of Europe this season because I look at Spurs, I look at United and you know they've changed managers, they're improving. You look at the top four right now, which I believe is West Ham, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea uh, and Manchester City. Do I see West Ham keeping pace? I feel like they've got enough quality to keep pace right now. I don't see them falling away dramatically, to be honest. So are we going to finish above those six teams? And that's the question we've got to ask ourselves, whether or not he's going to be deserving of a contract. Because as you know where my point is, is if we're outside of Europe at the end of the season, there's an argument that he should probably go rather than getting a contract. So I ask you the same question, Shravan. What if we give him the new contract now and he finishes outside of Europe at the end of the season? Say you said like previous season we finished eighth. It's all in the past. But what if we do offer him the new contract and he finishes eighth this season?
3: Well, that's, we can only discuss that when it happens, right? This, <laughs> I, I, I can also counter yours and say, um, forget Man City coming in all that. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really, I, I'm not into that. But okay. let me ask you a counter question. Let's say we finish top four, top five, something like that, mm. and Mikel has one year left on his contract in 2022. Yeah, and a really good player. Let's say a player that I want, for example, I like, I like Dominic Sure. Let's say let's say his agent and his representative they come and then they sit with you. What sort of message does it send when a manager has one year left in his contract? The first question the representative will probably ask is, "Well, I mean, he has done really well, but you're not giving him a one-year contract. I'm 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 here to talk to represent my client who is going to sign for you. And what assurances does my client have uh, within this one year? Mm. Because that that is something that anybody can ask i mean just look at what what has happened down the road they couldn't find a manager for 3 months so if you find yourself in a situation where that there is no clarity because people may also interpret this as okay he has done well but they have not give in spite of him doing well they have not still given him a new contract that also doesn't sound a very assuring message does it it
2: doesn't I, I, The the issue with that analogy that you've used, and I think it's fair, I think a player that is coming into the team would certainly look at, let's say, um, a year left on the manager's contract. You're being sold this project, sold this dream of what you're going to be doing at Arsenal over the next five years, but you've got uncertainties because the manager that's still here has a year left. The issue with that, whilst I think it has credence to it, is that in my mind, I'd wait until the end of the season. So the question just to get a yes or no simple answer now, would okay. you give him a contract now? Like in this moment now, would you give him the contract? Uh,
3: yes. And you I would. don't, yes. And I don't think even if we sort of finish 7th and 8th and, and there is an exit clause, it would it matter much because. Right. But what Broncos, I'm saying says, is, is that my uh,
2: position isn't too dissimilar to yours. Whilst you but, would, whilst you would give him the contract now, I would give it now, but I'd wait until the end of the season. Right, so if he finishes in fifth or sixth, I'm still a little bit hesitant about the deal. Mm-hmm. But if he finishes fourth, I think he's you know earns that new contract. Mm-hmm. But the issue for me is about whether or not you know we do it. If we do it now, we're going too soon. Because as I said to you, if we if we give him that new deal and he finishes outside of Europe at the end of the season, we are in a bit of you know we're in a bit of a pickle by then committing to a manager that's finished outside of Europe for the last two and a half seasons. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, we, we just created the perfect debate scenario. This is the catch-22 situation. You have yes, someone yeah. on one side <laughs> who's like, yes, but then it's a different yes. And then basically... You, there, are three ar-
2: there are three answers. Yeah, there and Tom Cannon is, yes is giving you right yes,
3: but it's, it's a different yes, right? So that's It that's, is, but
2: the, what, what I kind of need to get to the bottom of is the difference mm-hmm. between the two yeses. The yes right. now or the yes in the summer. Later. And you have said that you would give it to him now, but mm-hmm. I need to know why that you wouldn't wait. I get the idea of saying, yes, if we can't sell a project, but I'm not saying that that wouldn't happen because if he achieves, you know, top four in the summer or fifth maybe, then maybe I'll be open to the new contract. What I need to find out from you is, is why okay. you'd give it now and not at the end of the season.
3: Right. I mean, like, of all people, I think Arsenal fans should know what it means with anyone associated with a club having one year left on their contracts. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. if there is any club who know what it is, I think it's us. And we had the inverse problem of this where we gave Obama and Ozil for what they had done instead of like giving them for what they were they're going to do. Right. And I feel like this sort of gives a good sort of security in in how we can sort of plan things. Maybe yeah. we'll start identifying players now for the summer. And with Mikel. Sort of contract situation sorted, it just gives us a decent stability, and okay. the board think, and because the board thinks that he's the man for the job, uh, the new contract is I don't know like redundant, like like now and later as, as we both mentioned, maybe the board doesn't look that at that as a as, as a difference, and maybe that's the reason why I think maybe. Uh, giving it now may, may, makes sense to me.
2: Shravan, thank you so much, mate, for coming on the show. Again, really appreciate it. Tell people where they can find you if you would like.
3: Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shravanator. That's Lovely you stuff. Can see on screen. Imaginative. Um, I love it. Yeah, very <laughs> imaginative
2: for a 29-year-old. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. I appreciate your time. I'm sure we'll see you on the back on the channel for another phone-in show soon. Have a fantastic day, sure. and I'll see you, you, you
3: later. It on, man. Keep it up.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. See you later. Yeah. Let's bring in our next guest. It's Chris. How you doing, mate? You good, You well? Yeah, Tom. Can you hear me? Everything's okay? I can hear you absolutely fine. Yeah, I, went, oh, I did perfect. the risk this time of not doing sound checks prior to the show. <laughs> okay. So there's always a little bit of a risk. though. No, Chris, thank you for joining us, mate. Um, no, no. Yeah, so I, I asked the same question that I've asked everyone since they've come on. Yeah. At this very moment in time, on the 22nd of January, 2022, if we were to offer yeah. Arteta a two-year deal, is that the right decision?
5: The timing is really funny, isn't it? Mm. Like we've just come off the loss against Liverpool, even though I didn't think the loss was that bad. I'd see yeah. a lot of people getting quite upset about it. We lost to a team that won the Champions League and the and the league with the same back line and the same midfield, missing two players. Yeah. You know, it was a loss. We we played okay, but yeah, we definitely give him another contract. Even though I do admit that the timing's funny, he deserves another contract. And at least another two or three years because of the work that he's already done. Yeah. The biggest thing I think is the uh, how well the players individually have improved. Like look at Saka, look at Emil Smith Rowe, look at Martinelli, the players that he's brought in, they've all like brought up their game a little bit, especially Saka. I think uh yeah. he's got like a I think Arteta's got like a good relationship with the players, and I think that's important to you know, it's got like a I can't remember a time where Arsenal looked like so harmonized as a team. We've always had problems with Ertzel or, you know, being frozen out of the team. And now we've got Pierre doing it a little bit, but not in the same vein. I definitely think it's time. I think it's time that he gets another contract. And uh, I don't think it has anything to do where we finish at the
2: end of the season. Oh, that's that. I mean, that was going to be my next question because what, if we offer him the contract now and he accepts it, and so he therefore has the two-year extension, so he would have a year, three and a half years' effectively on his contract at that point, yeah. and we finish eighth again or seventh again and outside of Europe, would that not be a problem? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think I think top four. I know a lot
5: of people are saying top four, or he doesn't get a contract. Yeah, yeah. I th- I it's kind think, of where uh, I'm at,
2: to be honest, it's kind of where I I'm at. I don't know if
5: it. I want Champions League football next year. What?
0: Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. We'll go into We'll go into it. Just a little bit.
5: A little bit. We just saw our rotated squad lose to Nottingham Forest away. Right. Now, when you're in the Champions League, you've got to have a rotated squad so you can still do well in the Premier League and do a good showing in the Champions League. And it's not about money. A lot of people think, oh, you get top four. We're going to get this influx of cash so that we can spend it. But we're bankrolled by billionaires. Like... Well, we're we not didn't get in <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the we, problem, we, really. <laughs>
5: but we didn't get into Europe and we spent 150 million. If we get into Europe, yeah. it's up to the Cronkies how much they want to spend.
2: Of course. So of Champions
5: course. League isn't going to be a deciding factor on how much.
2: Do we you can not think that guy. it would enable us to sign better players? Like do look at the Dushan Vlaovic situation, for yeah, instance. Yeah. If Arsenal were in the Champions League right now, going into the knockout stages after Christmas. Would do you not think that he would be more tempted by a move to Arsenal in the championship? Definitely
5: League? more tempted, but I don't think it's the uh, be all and end all because I think the money is a big factor. We can offer more money than clubs in Italy, Spain, or not all of Spain, but you know, Italy and uh, Germany. Yeah.
2: What about the other English teams that we want to compete with? What about if we want to sign a player that Man United want to sign or that Liverpool want to sign? Does that. I think it's up I to mean, wages.
5: Would... I think it's up to wages and the coach and the direction and talking him into it. I think most of the players now just want to play in the Premier League rather than play in the Champions League. Okay. And I think I would be happy, happy with Europa League or U- the Europa Conference League, I don't know. I like memeing mm, on no, Tottenham. That's not even a competition. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's good. I'd like Tottenham to finish there again. But uh, I, I, I don't see Champions League as the be-all and end-all. I don't think it would be good for our squad right now. You see how tight our squad okay. is already.
2: It, it is. Look, from my standpoint, and with respect, I do disagree with that point of view. Like, yeah, I, because... For me, the Champions League is is the absolute pinnacle of competition, and I mm-hmm. want Arsenal to be there because I do think that it would enable us to compete better in the transfer market. It, w- it would give us more money into the club, and I think in the last couple of years, we have seen the owner – I say the owner, I'm talk- more talking about Josh – be kind yeah. of more – open to Arsenal spending and we've seen that of late yeah so let me just lay this out for you we're getting to the Champions League we've got we're a more attractive club I think Mm. also it enables you to then strengthen not just the starting 11 but also throughout the depth of the side as well so that we could maybe rotate I think the starting
5: 11 is set almost with another midfielder another striker I think I agree with you looks fantastic
2: but my question is uh Chris is that if you're not in the Champions League and if you're saying here like you're not you're not certain about whether we can compete, which is fine. Like I completely Mm -hmm. accept that. But then I have to ask you kind of, well, what is, what is the point of the season? If, if, you know, because we're not going to, we're not competing with Man City right now. We're not competing with Liverpool right now for the league. And to to get to that level, surely we have to be in the Champions League to be able to sign players of the same kind of calibre. Do you see what I'm saying?
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think we're, we're developing our own players a lot as well. I think the Europa League next year, if we get into the Europa, then the year after we get in the Champions League, we'll be be more prepared for the Champions League the year after. I just think if we get in the Champions League next year, our squad's not ready. Our squad's not ready, and I think it will drop us out of the Champions League again because our squad will be too thin and we won't be able to compete in the Premier League and we'll much likely go out in the group stage of the Champions League.
2: Do you not think being in the Europa League could be an even more tricky burden? Than being in the Champions League.
5: No, I think because of the, like the lack of competition, you always get drawn with two quite bad clubs. Sure, and you can play like your Reese Nelsons. You can play that rotated squad, and it looks okay. okay. So look, Champions League. If we still get it, it would be fantastic. Like I'd still have a smile on my face. But it's not what decides the contract for Mikael et cetera.
2: Okay. Definitely. Not. So what can what decides the contract for you then?
5: I just think he should get
2: one. I, I think
5: he deserves it. But one. why? <laughs> because of the why development get... of the squad so far. Okay. And the, so you're and seeing
2: the progression in the squad. You're seeing the progression absolutely. in the players. You're seeing improvement in individuals. And that – and Shravan, who was obviously the last caller, raised the point, which I thought was a really, really good point. Mm-hmm. You're not giving a contract to a manager based on what he's done. You're giving a contract to a manager based upon what you're predicting he can do in the next yeah. two and a half, three years. So and what we're, would seeing you predict we're seeing he it. Can right do? now.
5: I think he can get us back to a t- – A team that's like a perennial top four team, and if he gets us to that point, is he the manager that puts us to the next stage, or is that a Ten Hag or is that a Potter that Mm. comes in eventually when the squad's done? There's still a lot of work to do with this squad. There's still a lot of work to do, but I'm not. I'm still giving Arteta two, three more years to get us to a point where we're a perennial top four team.
2: So what? Then I suppose my next question is: At what point do you do you say no? At what point? For you, does it become yeah. too far? When's your cutoff point for Arteta?
5: I think it will be the same as any other manager in the Premier League. If you go on a bad enough run, no matter who you are, you're going to get sacked.
2: Two eighth place finishes? Is that not bad enough of a run? <laughs> you see, I'm only trying to pry you by no, no, open. I like a yeah. devil's
5: advocate. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I can I, eighth this year, questions yeah. would be asked and availability of what yeah. managers would be asked as well.
2: Yeah, it would. So in that sense, we finish eighth. But this is where we come back to that kind of first point, is that you're saying there you would offer him a yeah. contract this very moment. We finish yeah. eighth again in the summer. That's three eighth-place finishes. For a lot of people, yeah. they'd say that's – and you said just what you said there about we do what any other Premier League team would do. For a size of the club like Arsenal, three eighth-place finishes surely would justify changing the manager, would it not? And then you've got to pay yeah. him all that firing money to you know? there would be a lot of questions asked. there
5: would be a lot of questions asked, but who's out there? Who's out there? Who's ten hard is me?
2: what I would say. Do you think Ten Hag will come to Arsenal at the I moment? I absolutely do. I think at the end of the season with oh. Ajax, he's been there for several years. Pochettino's going Manchester United. Zidane's mm-hmm. going PSG. And by the way, this is me coming from a position where look, I want uh-huh. Arteta to succeed. I want him to get absolutely. into top four this season. But it's it's on the hypothetical scenario that he doesn't get into top four and or doesn't even get to Europe and I feel like mm-hmm. a change would be necessary that I, yeah I absolutely do think that Ten Hag would be able to come in and whilst I don't think it'd be the right time right now if for, to say bringing a Graham Potter at this moment I do think that Graham has shown question. a lot at Brighton <laughs> over his time that he could come in say at the start of a summer window and have a really genuine cracker Arsenal that's I would that was my next
5: question to. I was gonna say would yeah. you take Potter
2: would you take? I wouldn't take him right now, but I might. I, depending on how Brighton get on for the rest of the season, I would definitely be open to the idea. Or oh, have we lost? Have we lost Chris. I think we may have lost Chris. Uh, internet has just gone down. That's fine, Chris. If you are still listening. Thank you so much for coming on. We're going to bring on our next. Oh, Chris, can you can you hear me? You went. Yeah, yeah, I've just got you. You I... you completely I... cut out. You cut <laughs> course... out as well. You disappeared oh, from me as well. It's probably my fault. But That's no, right. thank you, Chris. Right. Uh, we've reached the next point. We're we'll going to go on to the next caller. Anyway. Thank you so much. Tell people where they can find you, mate. And I assume you got a Twitch stream that you want to tell people about.
5: Yeah, I'm a Twitch streamer, but don't go to it. It's
2: it's the oh. worst. <laughs> that so... is the worst advert I've ever. Yeah, heard. Uh, I apologise. <laughs> just uh, I'm
5: on the Discord now. The Discord's fantastic. A lot of good Thanks, people man. talking about a lot of good things appreciate so yeah, I'm just I'll see you just in the thought. chat
2: box, and thank you so much for getting involved with the show, and I'll see you soon. No worries, we we'll Have, have a good one, it. mate. See you later. Bye bye. Let's bring in our next guests. We're bringing in Daniel. Hello, Daniel. <laughs> You're right, mate. Hi. Uh, how's it going, Tom? <laughs> Very good, thanks, Pleasure to speak to you, mate. Uh, how yeah, was the yeah, new yeah, year?
6: Let's... Was it a good new year? It was, mate. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, really, really good.
2: Great stuff, man. Um, I want to know about your position on Arteta. This is obviously what we're discussing. If yeah. I was to say to you two year contract extension, so three and a half years from this moment is on the table for Arteta. Is that the right decision to offer him this, this contract right at this very moment in time?
6: For me, it smacks of a board that are inexperienced because hmm. when we talk about managers and when we talk about um, offering them new contracts, it's usually based upon success. And right now um, I don't think we've seen enough success. Listen, we've we've won one FA Cup and finished eighth two seasons in a row. I don't actually think that right now is the right time. At the end of the season, if we finish in the top four, then I think a question's got to be had. But mm. right now, I'm not so sure.
2: I think you are pretty much where my head's at, Dan. To be honest, uh, I think that we're both in a situation where. Offering him this contract now would be one step too far. So now my next question will be is kind of where are you at with Arteta? Like what what's your position on him as a manager and what needs to happen for you before a decision, either a contract being given to him or moving on for him? When does that point come forward for you?
6: I think I think at the moment I'm I want to see more progression. I'm not seeing enough progression under Arteta at the moment. You know, we're out of both cups. And top four is looking very precarious at the moment. You know, obviously we're still in the mix, of course, but I want to see more progression and I want to see, I'm not seeing that progression. I want to, I'm sort of, everybody knows I'm Arteta out. Everybody who watches Mm. my, my own channel knows that I'm, that I'm Arteta out just for the simple fact being that I felt we needed more experience, but you know what, Tom, when we're run by experienced people and I don't know whether you know this or whether your viewers know this, um, but I actually, as my role as um, the representative for Arsenal's Disabled Support Associ- Association, yeah. I get to actually talk to people on the board. Um, so people like Josh Cronkey and Vinay yeah. as this new Arsenal advisory board. Um, and I, I came, I, I had the first meeting in November with them, with a, uh, a, How a, was a that? couple of others. It was, it was, do you know what? It was very enlightening. I've got to say it Mm. was very enlightening because yeah, they, they, it's as you know, with the fiasco with the super league, they, (laughs) they wanted to get more fans involved. And so now they've set up this advisory board. Yeah. But for me, it was very enlightening because I come out, I come out of that and having sat in the boardroom with those guys, with Josh and Vinay, it was sort of in stages because I come out thinking, do you know what? They they are nice people. They are nice people, whether you like them or hate them, they're nice people. And then I got to thinking as I was, um, you know, a couple of days after I was thinking, do you know what? They're nice people, but do they have that ruthless streak to make the decisions to properly run a football club? You know, you look at Chelsea, you look at their ownership and you look at their model and, you know, they, they've got a ruthless streak, you know, they sacked, Frank Lampard who's probably one of their most successful players so and I look at our ownership and I look at our model and I just think it's all and good being nice but you've got to have that ruthless streak and I don't think they've got it and certainly when I'm looking at someone like Vinai Venkatesham yeah. I look at him and I'm like I just don't think you're experienced enough I just yeah. and then you can see that filters down with with giving the job to Arteta again it's just We need more experience. And especially when you're running a club like Arsenal, you need so much more experience running a football club. And I just if I'm being brutally honest, I just don't think these guys have it. And then
0: Mm.
6: when I'm hearing today that we're talking about this possible extension to, uh, you know, Arteta's contract, it just smacks of inexperience.
2: Yeah, no, I I sit where you are regarding the board. I think you look at Vinay's age, you look at Josh's age, you look at Edu's age and Arteta. There is a lot of inexperience there. There is people yeah. that have not been in those positions for very, very long, and that does concern me. What encourages me is some of the work that has been done. Super League, obviously, aside, which was a ridiculous decision. But recruitment-wise, I think things have gone well. My question to you, though, Dan, is, is you say there you're Arteta out. So does that mean that at this very moment you would sack him? If you were, if you were those people, would you be sacking him right now?
6: I wouldn't sack him right now.
2: So, what does I Arteta out mean for you? If you wouldn't, so it sack me,
6: him? So for me, like, and I've said, and I've said this right throughout the season. Yeah, we have to finish in the top four. Top okay. four. You know, I was disappointed when. We went out both the cups. Obviously, everyone loves a day out at Wembley, don't they? Hmm. Everyone loves a day out at Wembley. It's fantastic. Going to Wembley is is brilliant. And and I'm not going to disagree with that. But the problem for me is we've used the cups to paper over the cracks for far too long. And, and I said many a time on my channel that we're in danger of doing that again. If we win a cup and then don't finish in the top four, Everyone will look to that cup, going, "Oh well, we have won a trophy." And I know it's ultimately all about trophies, but let me say, let's let me let me throw this little hypothetical scenario at you, Tom. If we was so obviously we're not in any cups now, but if we were to win a cup and go out of the top four, once you've had your day at Wembley, then what?
2: You you've know, got to look towards progression, don't you, Dan? That, I mean, that's got... what I'm
6: saying. Yeah. Whereas it okay, now we're not in any cups. If we finish in the top four. People, people will be asking them what. Well, it's simple. We've got Champions League football. We can yeah. attract better player. One yeah. of the reasons why we're struggling to land um, Vlahovic is because we don't have Champions League football. Do you think, right? If we, if we had Champions League football, he wouldn't think twice about coming to us. He would come. But the reason why we're not in Champions League is because the reason why he won't come to us is because we're not in Champions League. So mm. top four is the key to real progression.
2: You so know, if we get top is- four, would you would you offer him a, a contract? Would you say then that's a more appropriate time to because he'd only have a year left on his deal at that point. And so people would argue that there's a threat from, say, Manchester City or from other teams with only a year left on his deal that he could say, get us in the top four at the end of this season. And then the following season, maybe take us even further and, you know, maybe finish third or second or whatever, or get quite far in the Champions League. And then he'll be off. And then it would leave us in a really poor position, if that's all hypothetical, of course. But would you offer him a new deal if he was to get top four this season?
6: I, I, if he was to get top four, I definitely think a conversation should be had. Okay. I, de- I, You know, if we get top four, I think a conversation should be had because, you know, he will have ultimately top four is progression. Yeah. um. But then we've got to move on from, we've got to move on and we've got to move up from that. But certainly now, because the problem, the, the other problem you've got as well is if you give him a contract now and he doesn't get top four, then what do you do? Because you've just signed him up to a, an extension. absolutely, And a lot of the fans aren't going to take that a lot of the fans aren't going to take the fact that we we again out of Europe or depending on where we finish and I've seen a lot of people as well going oh but if we get top four we don't have the squad and we're not ready should we go back to the Europa League no we, we need that top four we need that progression and Arteta's got to get us that progression but there's a whole host of problems if you give him a contract now and then we we don't get top four because then we're right back to essentially back to square one.
2: Yeah, no, Dan, I think you said a lot of things that I agree with. I think I agree with you absolutely about the contract right now. I wouldn't be got from the contract. I agree with you about the inexperience that you've highlighted on the board. Um I'm interested to kind of the last question before we get the next caller on is uh if we would if we were to finish, say, fifth in the league and your arteta out, does that mean that you'd get rid of him if he finished fifth?
6: Me personally, I would because who would you bring back in? into because getting back into the Europa League is not progression because we've been there before. Like Solid for me, what? like it, like it, it, you know, it would be if we hadn't been in Europe at all for a long, long time. But getting back into the Europa League again, essentially, you're not really because when, when we sacked Wenger, we were in the Europa League, right? So getting back into the competition that we were already in is essentially we're just back to square one again. So for Mm. me, it's got to be top four. Top four is a minute. If you don't get that, then he's got to go.
2: Who would you bring in? This is
6: the, uh, this is the problem. This is the golden question. (laughs) This this is the problem. And I'll tell you why it's a problem because so many people and even the club have thrown all their eggs into the Arteta basket. It's a bit like um, the window with Vlajevic. We've thrown all our eggs Mm. into one basket without a plan B and um, they're all the good managers now are gone. You know, you look at Conte at Tottenham. Um, you know, you look at Pochettino Ralph at, Randall, at Man PSG. Um, yeah, I'm not. sure. <laughs> Listen, they've just got a whole heap of problems. <laughs> um, but we have. Yeah. There's no. Uh, there's no other managers out there with the pedigree. Maybe I've said maybe maybe I'd look at a Graham Potter. Mm. Um, I know he's not got European experience or anything like that, but I actually genuinely think he could do a job with this Arsenal team and genuinely uh, get us competing again on a week-in, week-out basis. Mm. I would definitely, uh, someone who I would consider, especially mm. when you think of what he's doing with that Brighton team and they're average, let's be honest. They are yeah, bang yeah. average, but he's getting a tune out of those players. Um, So, yeah, I would look at someone like him. Obviously, if chelsea sack thomas tuchel which that could happen (laughs) if they have continued to have a bad result he's someone else who could come in and get the get a tune out of the players um especially his brand of football would suit arsenal right down to the ground but you don't have an awful lot of options tom to be honest
2: No, we really don't, Dan, and I think that is that's always going to be the big crux of this debate, and probably why it will never end until it does end out of our hands, Dan. Thank you so much, mate, for coming on the channel. I think you've got a lot of love in the chat box, so thank you so much for coming on. Give your channel a shout out because I know that you do your own shows.
6: Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so yeah, my channel is Daniel Bailey TV. I'm trying to um, I'm trying to hit 5k by the end of the season. So uh, wow, that's so, great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a target, and it's it's a special target for me because. Um, I was good friends with Claude and uh, before he cool. passed, we made it our miss- mission to get me to 5k. And uh, sadly um, that was the last conversation I ever had with oh, him wow. before he passed. Um, so 5k is a special target for me. So yeah, if you could all go over and subscribe, I've got um, great stuff coming up um, on Wednesday at 1 PM. I've got, I'm going to be sitting down and interviewing Charles Watts. Um, so oh, nice yeah, stuff. do, do Charles check over guy. and uh I've got lots of things in the pipeline. I've also been filming a documentary with Goal as well. So, yeah, big stuff in the pipeline.
2: Dan, as we speak, I'm just putting the link to your channel in today's video description. So if anybody would like to go and subscribe to Daniel Bailey's channel, uh, the link is in the description as of right now, unless my laptop's fooling me, which I'm hoping it isn't. Thank you, Dan, (laughs) so much for coming on, and I'm sure we'll speak again very soon.
6: Yeah, Yeah, thanks, Tom. Cheers. Much love to everybody in the chat as well. Cheers. Have a good one,
2: mate. See you later. Bye-bye. Let's bring in Dushyant, uh, who is our next guest. How you doing, mate? You good? You well?
4: Yeah, I'm doing good. Hey, Tom. Uh, how's everyone doing in the chat? And uh, I hope uh, everyone is uh, having a good time with uh, the COVID situation going all around mm. the world. So I Absolutely. hope you and the family is doing good as well, Tom.
2: Thanks, man. Was it a good New Year? Good New Year's time? I know it was, obviously everyone was kind of like locked in their houses pretty much, but was it good for you? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, Actually, the situation in India is uh, also kind of a tough situation here as well with the Omnicoron cases rising on and still we have, uh, you know, got our injections and all, but still it's Mm. a tough situation here for everyone. So we are still being on the cusp of, you know, being safe and also I just hope that everyone...
2: Oh, have we lost? Have we lost Deshant? Oh no, Deshant! If you can hear me, mate, we just lost you for a second. I'm, as you can probably tell, chat box, I'm trying to talk until we get him back. But uh, we may just jump into the chat box briefly, just while we wait for Deshant's connection to to region. Are you there, Deshant? Are you there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you yeah, cut just, out for uh, a second. I heard the end yeah, of it, yeah. uh, But yeah, I uh, lost my connection.
3: Something.
4: Let let me move to a secure, secu- uh, connection.
2: Move a secure location. That's why, mate. Just, while you're moving, yeah. tell me, kind of. You- to your question uh, or the question that we've got is if you're you know right now the big debates rising with the Arteta contract would you give him oh no he's gone that was the worst possible time he's back is he back oh no Deshan- so this is what we happen when we're finishes there we go he's yeah back. yeah that's all right mate yeah i'm um, back, back would you offer arteta the two-year contract extension at this very moment in time
4: right now in january no i wouldn't offer him right now a two-year contract the only basis for my uh, is that uh, at some games, like for example, Man City and uh, even Liverpool away, the recent cup game, we looked quite good, and even the home performance we looked uh, good in patches. But the thing is, I am still not fully con- convinced by his football. Or even uh, uh, as I say, we are out of all the cups, uh, like FA Cup, the Carabao Cup, and we have only the Premier League. Uh, so. And we are failing to attack big names. For example, uh, Vlahovic as well. He needs the Champions League to come and play for Arsenal. So he's having that uh, second out as well. So we need uh, top four in my opinion. But still, uh, if uh, if we, like I'm having second thoughts. If like let's say we finish fifth by let's say on a goal difference or even one point, would you take that? Uh, would everyone take that? I think so because uh, mm. at the start of the season, if you would ask a, any Arsenal fan, like uh, would Arsenal finish uh, top, uh, like top six in the Premier League this season, I think most of the Arsenal fans would have said uh, maybe no. yani, uh, that's what I think.
2: Yeah. No, I agree with you. Uh, I'm in the same boat. Again, I wouldn't offer him that new contract until we've achieved, uh, at least, you'd say, I I, I go back and forth about this top six. I I think Dan Potts raised a really good point to me about the fact that we've not had Europe all season and, you know, we've not had that Mm. distraction. We're out of both cups. Like, the excuses not to finish in the top four continue to, to increase. So... That, for me, is is always going to create the, the, the grey area, I suppose, between, say, fifth and fourth. And as you said there, if we kind of miss out on fourth by goal difference or by one point, we can mm-hmm. say, is that enough? But then I might look back at some of the games like Everton or the Brighton or the Crystal Palace game and go, well, we should have picked up four points in those. least yeah. one point, especially in the Everton game. I, so, go on, mate. Sorry, I
4: was uh, I was really upset when we lost to Everton. If you look at the results that they have, it's like reminiscent to when we lost to Southampton and the Ronald Koeman. Then they were like draw, 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 loss, and the one game that they won was against uh, Aston Villa. So it's the same case right. here again for Arsenal when Everton were having a good results and they got that one win against us. And yeah, some of the performances that we have had, like you mentioned, like uh, Everton, Brighton, Crystal Palace uh, haven't been good. Even Nottingham Forest as well. So some of the performances have been a letdown. But yes, uh, as far as for Arteta goes, I, I know I have been on social media platform as well. Some are like, ardent arteta in some are like arteta out but yeah. i'm like uh, uh like you only i'm uh, uh totally neutral on the Lee, you
2: used, you called me Lee judges I
4: mean, you've been calling me Lee judges what have you done
2: <laughs> my, my hairline's not as bad as judges come on man That's
4: <laughs> great guy great guy but uh yeah uh i also watch his uh videos as well but yeah i am neutral right now re- regarding arteta but um, yeah it's a, it's a very tough situation because uh, if you look at uh, broader uh, broader perspective uh, we have been making changes quite a lot so let's say if we don't offer arteta the contract right so uh, and manchester city are looking to replace uh, pep right now on the very moment so what let's say man city bring him in so what do what does it mean for edu does he also go? Does Do we make a change there as well? So, like, uh, there is very, you know, frantic mm. explanation. We were also linked with that Brazilian uh, national coach, right? Uh, uh, what is his name?
2: Oh, uh, I can't remember. Uh, that was a blast from the past.
4: Tito? was
2: it Tito or
4: something like that? I do not know who
2: you're talking
4: about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but when uh, you know arsenal and arteta weren't in a good situation at the start of the season uh, the links were that uh, arsenal, arsenal were looking at that brazilian uh, manager that got them uh, uh, winning that uh, trophy in the copa america right so yeah. we were linked with that and i was really interested with those links because uh, the relation was good between edu and that coach and I guess that coach uh, also previously coached at uh, Palmares and something like that as well. So there are some relations to that. Maybe he could come in because of the Brazilian connection and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting theory to make out. If they don't offer Arteta that contact extension, maybe they can be looking at that uh, theory as well. Uh, So that's the main point. If Arteta does go, uh, if we don't secure the top four, Uh, and we don't offer him a contract extension. So, like, uh, we are also signing the players under his expertise right now. The six signings that we made in the summer, right, were, like, all under 23, and were, like, uh, we will grow according to them. So it's very tough to judge how we do this stuff. So it's a very peculiar situation. You can be very wrong with the... offering a two-year contract because we haven't, you know, as we discussed earlier as well. And some of uh, the fans are also right in this that we shouldn't offer him contract right now. So end of the season is the correct time, in in my opinion, to offer him a contract extension. So that's yeah. my... Right, that's mate. the correct that's, decision.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think me and you kind of sit on the same area. So uh I think that we've ended things on a good state there. So thank you so much, Deshant, for your, your time. Uh, really appreciate it. Tell and, people uh, can find you, if
4: you can. Before, before I tell that, uh I have a question for everyone in the comment section on the live feed. If Perfect. our data does go, uh should Edu go as well with him? So mm. that's my question for them. Big choice. And big choice. Yeah, big Anita,
2: choice. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Uh, but tell us where you're at, mate.
4: Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at uh, Dushant AFC. Sadly, I have stopped making YouTube videos right now. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, talking about various things, especially Arsenal. So you guys can find me on Twitter at Dushant AFC. So
2: yeah. Lovely stuff. Thanks, mate. I will speak to you very soon, I'm sure. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you later. Uh,
4: yeah. Same here. Yeah. Have see a good one, man.
2: See you later. Let's bring our next guests. Uh, We're bringing in Aura. How are you, doing, mate? You good? You well?
1: Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Very good, thank you. Mate, where are you joining us from? I'm joining you from Birmingham. Oh,
2: lovely stuff. I've I've stayed near Birmingham and driven round Birmingham very regularly on the M6, but other than that, never been there. (laughs) But that's the (laughs) only thing I've got. Yeah,
1: nice to make a visit.
2: Talk about where you're at with Arteta, mate. Tell me where you're at regarding a contract.
1: Would you give him one right now? I would, actually. Um, Yeah, tell me why. Yeah. Not necessarily just because... I think his work merits it but i think you have to look at the landscape around and see that if other clubs are hovering over Mm. ready to snap him up you you would value the extra security i think that um it's sort of i think people look at the cost associated with managers with a weird perspective it's like 20 million for a manager is almost equal to 50 for a player whereas in reality, they're probably more important than any single one member of the playing squad. Yeah. So I just think um I think in order to have that security and to be able to keep building, because I think he's doing a good job, especially with his recruitment, I would keep him in. Yeah.
2: Let me throw you the next question. Um, because obviously, when as people have said that they would offer him that new contract, say we give him the new contract now, which means he'd have about three and a half years left yeah. on his, his deal if we give it, and we don't finish in the top six, not even the top four. So we finished again out of the top six. What, what do we do there? Second. Oh, really? So you, but that's going to cost
1: a lot of money. Second. Yeah, second. Cutthroat, I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is the thing. It's, it's not because, don't get me wrong, I want him to do well and I think he's doing a good job currently, but the results matter and I'm more so married, I'm more so married to Arsenal having success than I am to Mikel Arteta being a manager. I just think that if he was to say get top four now, and he's got 12 months at the end of his, at the mm. end of the season, mm. and it it comes to a point where obviously Kroenke's been more willing to spend recently than he had been before. But if he yeah. says, "Oh, okay, I can give you some of the money." But you're gonna to have to hold on in terms of a couple additions to the squad, and he he's looks honest. over at Man City. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna run his contract down like Pogba <laughs> and all the yeah. other players that we have around. So yeah, I would just get the extra security and then sack him if it comes to it.
2: Oh, I think you're brave, man. I I appreciate that. I I just don't see that happening. Is is the reality? Like I know that in theory, what you're saying. Makes sense. Like, give him the contract yeah. now, protect Arsenal's interests, and then in six months' time, if he doesn't get top top six, sack him. But you yeah. know that's not going to happen. Like, yeah. Yeah, like you, yeah, you know yeah, if you give yeah, him the contract true. now, we'll finish eighth, he will stay. And th- yeah. that's kind of the reality of the situation. Whilst I agree with you, I think that you're trying to find the perfect balance, which in these situations is near impossible. Yeah, It's probably not. So let me, you know, put to you the, the hypothetical scenario. We give him the contract now, we get eighth, and they don't sack him. How are you going to be feeling then?
1: Oh my gosh, I don't. <laughs> I almost, I almost don't want to imagine that. It's uh, yeah, pain, a lot of pain, a lot of. So pain. do
2: you? So based on that, and you can, and don't feel like you're pressured to change your mind or anything. But based yeah. on that, do you still think it would be the right idea to offer him the contract at this very moment in time?
1: This is the problem. It's like <laughs> we can we can decide what we think should happen based on the ownership's previous track history or we can say that at some point you lot have to act like big boys Mm. it's so i'm not so much concerned with what i think they will do as what i think they should do you most importantly the football club is the management structure the hierarchy and Mm. i just think that if you're not willing to do what it takes in order to invest in that and secure that, then how can you ever have expectations of being in a big of being a big club and get up, getting us back to where we as fans all feel that we should be?
2: If you do, if we do not make top six at the, uh, the end of the season, and you, as yeah. you would say, would move him on, who are you bringing in?
1: I need one of Potter, Ten Hag, or Luis Enrique. I don't uh, really. Who want would you pick out, out of the three? oh that's a tough one I think <laughs> I think on the balance of all the different features of picked and hog I think being British and then seeing a British manager who actually wants to play attractive football mm. and the the sort of prospect of bringing them to Arsenal is a very, yeah, it's a very attractive one. It's um, but if if I was to be completely logical and pragmatic in my decision, I'd pick
2: them Oh mate, um, I really appreciate your time coming on the show, Aura. Uh, I think you've done fantastic for a debut, and I'm sure we'll see you again very soon. Cheers, mate. Have a good one, man. See you later. Massive thank you to Aura and all of our guests. We're hopefully going to have one more coming on very very soon as well. I wanted to take a quick break just to jump into the chat box and see what you guys are saying um kevin says realistically can't see any other available manager getting better results with this squad but i do see another big club knocking on Arteta's door next year which is obviously one of the reasons why a lot of our guests today would be a little bit hesitant about not giving him the contract and seeing that run down to just those 12 months uh yo yo says wenger departed before his contract dictated unai departed the club contracts have clauses and loopholes within them which is also very true it would depend about how we structured the deal. Uh, Jamel has a question. Also, do you believe his current performance is an increase in the original value of his contract, what was also reported to be very low? We obviously don't know the intricacies of how much uh, he would have cost. But what we do know uh, is that the targets have seemed very much to get back or rather to get this team back into the Champions League. Let's get our final guest of the show on today. Oh, actually, we're not going to do that because he's just disappeared off my screen. We'll be getting him in, in in the show rather very, very soon, fingers crossed. Adam says, uh, Robert Vincent, in response to one of the comments earlier on, those clubs are in significantly better positions uh, of winning the Champions League opposed to Arsenal are years behind. And it's going to be the job of Arteta to try and close that gap. Let's now try to bring in our final guest of the day. It's Daniel, how you doing? Dan, you good?
7: Yeah, I'm good. How are
2: you? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Where are you joining us from?
7: Uh London.
1: London,
2: lovely stuff, mate. Yeah. Simple question. Not so simple answer. Would you give Arteta a two year contract at this very moment in time? Or two year extension?
7: No? Not at all. He's he's been backed in the summer to mm. he's been given two hundred million to buy whoever he wants. And he's done that and he chose to buy young players. They've all yeah. they've all they've all been successful. But like you can see the lack of inexperience within the team mm. and the problem is if he doesn't get fourth he's got to go even though even though he got a, he's got a discipline record right we've had sure. so many red cards full team
2: cards
7: it just shows the lack of discipline within the team and what he's done he's not installed that into the players
2: inter- so if if we don't get top four for you he's gone fair enough yeah, um tough.
7: who comes in for you? it's got to be Graham Paul to be honest
2: yeah why Graham Potter
7: because he's he's working within such a thin budget like he's mm. barely getting any money and he's taking points off the top teams something we can't even do
2: mm. no and i we, I'll take your point yeah.
7: Go on. no keep going sorry man yeah we beat Tottenham that's fine that was under Nuno that was easy we always beat Tottenham at home. <laughs> but then when he went and got slapped a Liverpool way, 4-0 and then you have Graham Power going with Brighton with such a small team and getting a point at least it's just it just shows the levels.
2: Old Trafford's first win since two thousand and six, Stanford Bridge, first win since twenty thirteen in the league. Does that not give you some encouragement that we can win under Arteta at those teams?
7: We can, but it's just like I'm scared if we got a top four under Arteta, we'd go into the mm. Champions League and he's got no experience. So against teams like Bayern, Real Madrid, Inter Milan, we're gonna get we're gonna get beat. Well, I mean, if he
2: gets into the top four, isn't there an argument on that basis to say, well, he had no experience in the Premier League, but he's taken this Arsenal team back into the top four. So is there not reason to be encouraged that he could then go into the Champions League with little experience and then also do well?
7: Yeah, that's true. But it's just, you can give him, like, if he gets top four, fair enough, give him the contract. But like, Mm. from what I've seen, even in the Europa League, Villarreal Mm -hmm. dominated us for two legs. And that's how we got knocked out. The the, Mm. yellow four Olympi costs, round of 16, yeah, done. It's just
2: so. Are you? I, I might not be going out on too much of a limb here. Are you Arteta out at this very moment in time? Like, would you sack him right now?
7: Um, not right now. I am okay. Like, he's um, he's showing progression, but it's just we go on a run and then we go all the way back. It's just not good.
2: So, if it's fifth, say we level on points with fourth, and we miss out on goal difference. He goes,
7: yeah, to be honest, he still goes. Because well, that's his fault. That. Because we faced, um, we faced Everton that didn't win a game for like a month or two, and we still lost. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that shows a lot away from home as well.
2: Do you see any argument to keep him if he was to say finish fifth? Do you think there's any stock in the progression from the season before, the improvement of the young players, the way in which we're recruiting players and improving the squad with with their due? Do you think there's any credit in that at all that lends itself to saying? Let's see if he finishes. You know, if he brings in even more players in the summer along that same kind of line that he's shown that he can do. That there's not credit, or there's not like a temptation from you to see what could happen in the summer and then the following season.
7: Yeah, I mean, with the young players, he's done really well, and the defense Mm. has been way better. Well, apart from the big teams, like I know we went to Anfield and held them down for ten men, but
2: yeah,
7: it's getting better. But it's just with the young players, I'm just like with the big big egos. He's not done well. You know, it is, it's quite...
2: Cool. Just... I'm going to paint you a picture. You're Josh Kroenke, right? Try not to throw yeah. up. You're Josh Kroenke. And yeah. uh you've sacked Arteta at the end of the season because he finished fifth. Mm. You've got the same amount of money as you did last time. Who are you appointing and who are you bringing in that you think would then take us on to that next step that you would be confident for Arsenal to, to, to kind of make that progress that you want?
7: If... If we were, if it, if, you know, I would have said Zidane, but like, of course, that's unlikely. But yeah, probably has to be Graham Paul or even Ten Hag. But
2: okay, players-wise, like, who would you bring in in the summer?
7: A striker for it, if we can't because Vlahovic right now, if we don't get him, I'd say just go for like someone like Ivan Tony. I actually really like him. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he's got a good pen penalty record, something we lack, and he's good at hold up plays. <laughs> we can't
2: get pens at the moment. Yeah. We can't even get pens at but the like, moment.
7: He's, um, <laughs> it's it's hard to get away from Brentford because without him Brentford will struggle really badly but Ivan mm. Tony even um, I like Calvin Lewin but the injury record isn't that good either
2: there's um, people in the chat box that are asking the question some bloke says is that not progress I think this is in relation to say say if we finish level on points with fourth we just miss out yeah. is that not showing the progress that we're moving in the right direction
7: yeah I know I'm being a bit harsh because I've seen two no that's
2: fine you've told your opinion just explain yeah. it through man
7: yeah. Um, of course it's progress. It's just like, we've been um, under Arteta for around two years and he's just not, you know, he's, he has his ups, but again, he has so much downs. Like we've gone, mm. I don't know, like, I don't know how we survived that month where we just lost every game, like three nil to Villa, one nil to Burnley. Like He is progressing, but then he drops. It's just... We won every game and then against United we lost and then we went to Everton. I can't remember in what order that was.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, it was Man United first, then we went to Everton and we yeah, lost. And then, yeah, we and lost. Then, we, then we beat Southampton uh, and Norwich and Newcastle. All of those yeah. sides,
1: didn't
7: it? Something in that Wait, order. Just one second, I'll be back. So
2: Yeah, no worries, man. Uh, I'll jump into the chat box very briefly just while Daniel's sorting things out. Uh, let's go to uh, Robert who says, Ivan Tony is a great shout. Him and Watkins are better than Calvert-Lewin, says Robert. Really interesting choice uh caps though records tony looks like bambi on ice uh harvey says but we can get red cards <laughs> we can't get pens but we can certainly get red cards harvey you're not wrong there mate Andre says i take 10 hard over over mars uh, and over mars rather if not top four this season now at the start of the show i did put up a poll into the chat box let's just have a quick check on how that poll is getting on uh Question was, I believe, the same one as the show is titled, should Arteta get a new contract? I'm waiting for it to load. 307 of you have voted. 60% of you say no. 40% of you are saying yes. That's actually different from what we saw this morning on our 8am show where 55% of people said yes. of people said no. We're going to finish off the show uh, just by asking Daniel uh, one final question. Uh, Is there any circumstances where we don't finish top four and he stays? And what I mean by that is so just taking aboard some of the things that you were saying there, Dan, say we beat some of those sides. We've got to go to Stanford Bridge. Say we win at Stanford Bridge. Say we, we go to some... I think we've got Man United at home. We've got Spurs away. So we win that Spurs away game, which we haven't done in a very long time in the league anyway, away from home. But, you know, just through possible circumstances, be it injuries, be it COVID, be some issues, we miss out by one point or goal difference. Still at that stage, going to get rid.
7: Yeah, well, it yes, yeah, depends, depends the results, uh, to be honest, okay. along okay. the way. But to be honest, as harsh as I am right now with him, but like... Mm. I think you'd give him the summer at least to see, you know, what else does he, you know, come up with. But like the board will probably just give him like a long three-year deal at that point, so like, we don't know.
2: We'll wait and see. So if he gets top four, you would give him a contract.
7: Yeah, of course, of course. Lovely stuff,
2: uh, Dan. Thank you so much, mate, for coming thank on the show. Appreciate you taking the time. Tell people where they can go and find you on Twitter if you want to. You don't have to, but you can no, tell it's
7: them. I'm really used to it anyway. No worries, man. Fantastic stuff. I'll see you soon,
2: man. Have a good one. Massive thank you to Daniel for jumping on the show and giving his thoughts, and to the rest of our clients, then, of our listeners and people that have come onto the show and voiced their opinion. If you are watching this on Catch Up, please do let us know in the comment section below whether you would give Mikel Arteta a new contract or not. Very interested to know what you're thinking about this. Just a final check on that poll. Still, 309 of you have voted. 60% have said no. They would not offer a new contract extension at this moment in time 40% though saying yes uh this may not be the last show of the day there may be a preview show for tomorrow's game against Burnley a little bit later on in the evening late afternoon so do check on that do drop a like on today's video if you've enjoyed it and subscribe to the channel and go subscribe to Daniel Bailey's channel link to Daniel Bailey's channel is in the description Uh, help him get to 5k great guy great content make sure you give him the support he deserves let's uh, wrap things up and uh, I will say that I'll see you again very very soon you'll be able to check me out on the tomorrow morning show at 8am as always too Uh, And there'll be a reaction to the Burnley game a little bit later on in the evening, around eight o'clock tomorrow as well. But fingers crossed we can get a result and get things back on track and get our first win of 2022. Unbelievable. It's taken until maybe the 23rd of the month to get it. I'll see you very, very soon, guys. Have a fantastic afternoon and evening. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18+, plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk
6: Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.